world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. This is Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince. This is my partner in truth, Andrea. We're live with you every morning, 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern, to talk about the news and events of the world and have a conversation about the things plaguing this world as the New World Order attempts to take over and uh, put us all into the slavery forever. Good morning. I hope you all are well. Uh, good morning, Andrea, too. How are you? I'm pretty good. It's gloomy and cold here, so it's hard to get motivated. But I'm here, so... We're yeah. here. It's yep. all good. Yep. Hope you all are getting a good start on your morning. You got your beverages and your caffeine or whatever your morning routine is, and you're getting your butts to work or doing your things, taking care of the family whatever you're doing hope it's all going well we're gonna hopefully entertain you here for the next hour or so with some of this stuff and today i titled the show tell a truth today because i think that's part of the solution to this whole fiasco is information and being aware so uh i want to encourage everybody to take the time today and pull someone aside and tell them a nice little truth how about that yep we, we should all do that. <laughs> we should all do that. Absolutely. You know, I mean, we should tell the truth every day, right? Like, that's what I always tell my well, kids. Well, sometimes you got to tell a little white lie or a little half-truth. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if, I, if I'm wearing something that I love, you know, and I look slightly fat in it, I'm, I'm okay with you telling me that I don't look fat yeah. in it. Like, you know, sometimes I want you to tell me a pretty little lie. <laughs> exactly <laughs> no but seriously lie. i'm just playing the devil's advocate to be a douche but um yeah definitely tell the truth man yeah. especially as it comes to all this stuff wake people up yeah and let people know how much you appreciate them absolutely you know, i appreciate this i appreciate you too thank you so much i needed that this morning and now i'm ready I guess we could just stop the show here. But <laughs> right. Okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really paramount to everything, though, I think, the truth. Um, and the way things are going, you know, elections stolen and corruption in the government, corruption in the justice system. Sometimes it seems like there's no hope, but um, I think... I think there is, and I think there's a way to fix this that doesn't further damage it. 
Um, although I think some of the roads to success are ugly. Um, I think there are uglier roads than, I think there are a lot of ugly roads and some less ugly than others. Put it yeah, that way. That's true. And working towards the truth, I think is part of one of the better solutions. So that's what I, I don't oh, go ahead. No, no. What? I was going to say, I, I think that at this point, there's no pretty way out of any of this. It's all mm -hmm. kind of an ugly road. It's just uh, it's the what's the least ugly road that we can take. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. So thank you all for joining. Uh, as you know, if you want to support us, you can find us on the social red pill. It's free to join. And uh, it'll keep you in touch with everything that we do here at the Red Pill Project. That is, you can find that at www.socialredpill.com. Doesn't cost you a dime. Just come in there and put up a profile picture, put up your name or an anonymous name and join the party. Josh is there. We're there. The whole Red, Pan, Red Pill family is there with all of our diversity and loveliness. So everybody's welcome. I don't care if you're who you are, what you believe or anything like that. Just come and share your ideas and... Um, or just be a fly on the wall. You're always welcome. So hope to see you there at socialredpill.com. With that said, I was inspired by this uh, this old man that was working on some logs in a video that was posted on Twitter. And uh, that inspired me to tell the truth today, tell a truth today, and to encourage everybody to tell truth today. So I'm going to share that video and uh, hopefully this gets us fired up and ready for the day. I took the time the other day to make a video while I was trimming a horse. Spoke my mind about Marcus Ray and his movement. I'm not gonna go back on what I said. I meant what I fucking said. But now I got a bunch of people asking me, Oh, what are we going to do? What should we do? Educate yourselves. Spread the word. The United Nations has just declared war on the truth. They're telling you outright that if you speak up, you're a conspiracy theorist. Shouldn't be believed. Spoke my mind about should be approached in a certain fashion and the authorities should be contacted and all kinds of neat shit. So they want war? Arm yourselves with facts. Get out there and start telling the people. If you don't want to do it on social media, do it in person. Do it on the telephone. Do it like we used to do, standing around on the street corner having a coffee. Do you know who your enemy is? The World Economic Forum. For 51 years they've been working at this. They've been planning and scheming. Working as hard as they can. And now... Here we are. Klaus Schwab has admitted that for over 45 years, they've been working directly with the CCP. Well, now here we are in Canada and the US. We got 5G military grade 5G technology right across the country. Where did it come from? Who owns that technology? And what's gonna happen when they don't like us anymore? Get to know your enemy, get to know the facts, speak the fuck up, and be a warrior. That's what we need to do, instead of following Marcus like a bunch of fucking sheep. I've actually seen that video before, I think, and he's absolutely right. You know, we have to start speaking up and telling the truth and speaking out against the stuff oh you're muted he said speaking the fuck up <laughs> yeah exactly speak the fuck up <laughs> which it's it's it, important it is very important and that shit fires me up so yeah. i'm going to uh spread a little bit of truth today if you guys don't mind hope you all join me in the process Exactly. So did you hear that uh, Klaus Schwab is in Washington, D.C.? I know no. I. it's not, we didn't have it in the news because that's really all it said. I yeah. know this. Yep. Apparently he is in Washington, D.C. Nobody knows why he's there. I was think he having pizza with Obama or something? 
Yeah, probably. <sighs> I just, you know, it's that's one dude who needs to not exist on this earth. Klausy? Yeah. I'm not calling for violence. I just say he doesn't need to exist. His mother should have had an abortion. Oh, shit. <laughs> and um, I am not pro-abortion, so... <laughs> yikes. Yeah, he's quite the the uh, troublemaker. Um, so I wonder what's going to come out of that. Hmm. I don't know. And we probably won't know. I don't think that... Um, I don't think that there's a lot that he does that we're aware of i think that they put out what they want to put out and it's done in the form of you know whatever their consortiums are for the world economic forum but Mm -hmm. other than that i think everything that they do is in the shadows and takes place in the shadows um and the movements i'm sure he's been to the u.s countless times right oh yeah And, and um I don't think we'll ever know why he's here or what their agenda is. I mean, ultimately, we know what the, the bottom line is. The grand plan, yeah. Like Kill everybody. Plan. So that's their plan. Yeah. Or at least enslave them. Yeah, at the same time. Ugh. Blech. Well, um, what do you say we talk a little bit about the news here? Financially speaking, um, I was going to play this. Uh, video it's about all the money it takes to keep the corrupt liberals fat happy and in power by neo neo 1984 neo 1984 and uh we'll kick off our finance section with uh this i suppose let's do it good little video Thank you, Neo 1984, for that one. So uh, make sure you thank yeah. a Democrat for the collapse of our financial system happening at a right. es- continuously escalating pace. And uh, we'll move on with it here. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, we saw a rise in the markets after Powell came out and had their comments, and they're going to lower their in- rate hikes to uh, half percent instead of uh, three quarters of a percent. And today, the dollar slumps on those comments, and the yen value increased. So this is not a good sign. The dollar value is going down, which means you've got less money in your pocket today. Congratulations. Make sure you do not look at your 401k um, or anything of that matter, or unless you're looking to uh, go down that rabbit hole of tragedy. Uh, or you just want to cry. <laughs> what? Or you just want to cry. Yeah, pretty much. But, you know, don't be victims. Make sure you are taking all the moves you can in this chess game we call life to benefit from uh, you know, to make uh, make something out of nothing, uh, or what do they say? What's the phrase? I don't know. Take lemons and make them lemonade. Yeah, take lemons and make lemonade. There's things that you could do to uh, prepare yourself and uh, position yourself for success in these troubling times. So make sure you are keeping that kind of mindset of success there and doing what you can uh, to stay on top. Um, we have so that's the main news there the dollar's not doing so hot and that's the most important i would say for us in america um russia's largest bank spur spur s-b-e-r adds support for crypto wallet metamask on its blockchain so they're integrating metamask into russia's largest bank which is interesting and this is going to help strengthen russia's economy and their spending and 
all of this. It's really an interesting move there, huh? Yeah, it really is. They're, and they've been talking about this for a while, so... I mean, it's going to be centralized, which, you know, is kind of not the goal of cryptocurrency. But I think for Russia, right. it's a good move. You know, the Russian citizens, you know, maybe not so much, but the country of Russia, definitely. For Putin? that Putin. Interesting, huh? So mm -hmm. uh, that's all we're going to talk about for finance today, you guys. If you're interested in buying gold and silver, whether that's a couple hundred dollars, you want to get your hands on some coins or even bars, um, or you want to transfer a whole 401k, um, you could get a free consultation from Kirk Elliott and his team at getgoldtoday.com. Let them know that the Red Pill Project sent you, and uh, that's getgoldtoday.com. Let's talk about the U.S. news. Let's do it. So we've got the Uvalde shooting victim's mother sues the police the school district and the oh. gun manufacturer oh my gosh here we go um you know i could the, the important part is the gun manufacturer right but um it says suing everybody mother of a rob elementary school shooting victim has filed a federal lawsuit against law enforcement the Valdi school district 16 officers and the gun shop where the shooter purchased the weapon and gun manufacturer daniel defense um, Sandra Torres, the mother of Elena Torres, filed a lawsuit on Tuesday in Del Rio, Texas. Um, this is going to be an important one to watch. Um, it says that she is seeking unspecified punitive damages. Mm -hmm. But the problem that we run into is, is that never in our history has, you know, the person that sold the, the company that sold the gun or the manufacturer ever been held liable. Right. If I buy um, if I buy a set of golf clubs and a crime happens with those clubs, do I sue the golf club manufacturer, manufacturer? or does the victim right. sue the golf club? No. And this, I mean, the precedence potential here is massive. Right? Yes. It, yeah, exactly. And that's why I put this in here because that should have never been allowed. Um, and it just goes to show you the push that they're making when it comes to gun control. And, um, if I had to guess, and this is just an, my guess and an opinion, I have nothing to base it on, no facts to base it on, but I'm going to guess that she was probably given money. She was probably mm. paid to file this lawsuit and to include oh, yeah. the gun manufacturer because you got to remember, our, our government right now is working on um, passing legislation that would hold the manufacturer responsible for gun deaths. Yeah, and this is an interesting strategy. I would imagine you're right in that this is um, uh, a scheme. All they would have to do is get – they could even not even just pay her because let's say she has no idea. They could pay somebody to represent her and say, hey, yeah. we, have a, we have a wonderful person for you. They're going to help you through all of your troubles. We're so sorry about this tragedy. Here you go. And you know what? We'll pay for it for you. And then that person goes in there and – and tries to help pass this gun yeah. legislation, which essentially it is. It's gun legislation at the end of the day if it's this case goes one. through. Yeah. Yeah. Which absolutely. Which if this happens, then we're not going to have manufacturers of firearms because they right. will all be arrested <laughs> within a month or whatever, quickly. They're they're going to be sued into oblivion, basically. Sued into oblivion, yeah. Um, and and that's what they're they're hoping to do, right? Is mm -hmm. They're hoping to get people to, they know they can't take, I, I think that they know that they can't take guns away from us. Yes. Um, but Even they can happens. do other things to prevent people from getting guns. Yeah. Um, and one of those is to put the manufacturers of firearms out of business. And that's exactly what they're aiming to do with this. If this passes and she successfully sues the, um, the shop where the gun was purchased, and the manufacturer we're gonna see firearms die a certain death in this country because it's gonna put people out of business you're gonna yeah. see gun shops closing down people big box stores like shields and um you know dick sporting goods places like that they're gonna stop selling firearms because of the liability for it because it's gonna shoot their liability insurance through the roof yes and they're not gonna want to take on that kind of liability 
certainly, that's my opinion. It certainly puts a dent in the gun supply in the United States for all of these lawful gun owners, hunters, mm -hmm. sportsmen, or just people who like to have the safety of a firearm in their home um, for personal safety. And those who like to have firearms on hand to oppose a tyrannical government in the case that that ever occurs in this country, which what do we have now? A tyrannical government. And of course they're trying to take the guns. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, of course they can never get rid of violence. I mean, you could ban every gun manufacturer or gun store in the country. People are going to make firearms. Um, yeah, well, and this doesn't stop the problem, right? Like, there's bombings all the time. Exactly. Guess what? Bombs aren't legal. No. Neither. You know, um, people are killed in car accidents every day. People are killed by hammers every day. Murdered. Um, you know, Ed people pleasure. are killed by knives. Pelosi's. The um, yeah, that's why I threw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, people, if if somebody is intent on killing someone, they're going to find a way to do it, regardless of the laws that are in place. Yeah. And when right now what we have in this country is a problem with our laws as they currently are being upheld. You know, people are being booked into jail and then being let back out on the street. Yeah. Causing, you know, a problem. Mm -hmm. So all this does is punish law-abiding citizens. That's the only thing it accomplishes. Yeah. So it's it'll be interesting to see what comes of this. Um, this is really a lot bigger case than what people realize and it has nothing to do with the fact that she's suing the school district or she's suing the police officers even though that's terrible um i think the whole lawsuit in general is terrible um the bottom line is is that people sue people all the time but we've never seen anything like this where they're trying to hold the gun shop where the item was purchased and the manufacturer accountable yeah we'll have to see the result of this i i could only imagine it doesn't go the wrong way but with today's wonderland path mm -hmm. i wouldn't be i mean what about nail guns right nail guns kill people maybe we should ban those too right well i you know that's what i'm saying the gun manufacturer or the gun shop owner could make the argument well uh there's a safety on the gun. Some guns don't have safeties, though. Oh. I mean, that's the simple truth. I, you know, it's kind of one of those things where um, the biggest part of the safety of a gun is don't pull a trigger. <laughs> yes. You know, unless you plan on shooting something, don't pull the trigger. Yeah, we'll have to keep our eye on this. Uvalde yeah. lawsuit. Uh, the Democrat-led House Committee now has six years of Trump's tax returns after a long legal battle. Everybody's speculating on how long it'll take for this to get leaked. Or how long they use it. They, I don't know that it'll get leaked so much as they will just make shit up and put it out there as truth and then um, mm -hmm. try to go after Trump that way but I don't yeah. think they're actually going to let any of this information out. Yeah, it's a developing story, but the fake news CNN reported that the House Ways and Means Committee now has six years of Donald Trump's federal tax returns, ending a years-long pursuit by Democrats to dig into one of the former president's most closely guarded personal details. Treasury has complied with last week's court decision, a Treasury spokesperson told CNN on Wednesday. The Supreme Court declined last week to intervene after courts said the House had power to request the returns from the IRS. The committee, led by Democratic Representative Richard Neal of Massachusetts, had, had sought six years of Trump's tax records, primarily from the time he served as president. That included records about both Trump personally and several of his corporate entities. The documents are not expected to be, to be immediately released to the public. Neal said Wednesday that Democrats would meet as a caucus to discuss how to handle the tax returns and get legal advice on how to proceed such a meeting, though hasn't been scheduled yet, he said. The congressman declined to say if he would release any of the returns publicly. Quote, the next step is to have a meeting of the Democratic caucus, he said. 
This is another witch hunt. It's another witch hunt. But I want to say this. Let's get all the tax returns from everybody then. Right? You mean like uh, Senate and the House? Everybody. And the judges? All of them. I don't disagree with that. They, You know, as public figures, they should be audited. And they should have... um, transparency when it comes to what they're doing let's let's audit nancy pelosi's tax records oh my god and her husband's tax records because i'm sure they filed separately yeah this is a bogus witch hunt man yeah all these crooks it's it's absolutely insane so we'll be hearing stuff about trump's taxes uh be beware of fake news because like andrea said they're gonna twist this and they're gonna leave out the good and put all the bad and twist it and change the context and shit all over trump so Get ready. They are. You know, and the thing about it is, is that we all know that he donated his presidential salary the four years that he was in office. Um, And they're probably most likely going to try to find some way of dinging him for failure to pay his taxes. Of course. We're benefiting from public office. And tax is so complex and nuanced. You know, one tax representative or tax lawyer or a tax man might say one thing where another might tell you another thing and there's this gray line that a lot of these tax people ride so when you get somebody's tax return i don't care if it's me if it's trump if it's your mother or if it's your grandmother who's a wonderful christian lady they're gonna find something and say oh look at this you failed to pay taxes on this what the hell's wrong with you and they might not even be wrong it might just be something that was overlooked just a little error this or that and they're gonna just absolutely run with it so it is what it is and i'm sure you know we just gotta stay on top of the truth here and ride with what they throw out there we'll see yeah yeah exactly it's hard to say what will come of this, but I don't think anything good's going to come from it. Well, unless we could get more tax returns from more people and just... Which would we be, won't. I don't think we will, yeah. We'll see. Um, I'm not optimistic. I know. This is <laughs> what the Democrats are doing. I'm just not. I'm a realist. You know. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I don't blame you. We'll see, though. We'll see. Yeah. You're probably right. Um, what's going on here with this bill for the railroad? So Democrat-led House passes the bill to avoid the railroad strike. Um, The House also passed legislation 221 to 207 that would increase the number of paid sick days for railroad workers from one to seven. I think that was the biggest issue that they had that they couldn't agree on was the number of sick days. So the Democratic-led House passed a bill on Wednesday to avoid a national railroad strike in a bipartisan vote of 290 to 137. So that's what the bill passed. Um, 221 to 207 was the part about the uh, sick days. Mm. So the membership of four out of 12 railroad labor unions had opposed the tentative agreement, which the Biden administration reached with railroad companies and labor leaders, prompting President Biden to call for Congress to get involved. The bill that aimed is passed, the bill that passed is aimed at addressing the unresolved disputes between certain railroad represented by the National Carriers Conference Committee of the National Railway Labor Conference and certain of their employees. The House also passed legislation that would increase the number of paid sick days for railroad workers from one to seven. Um, we talked about this yesterday. I don't think that Congress should be getting involved in stuff like this. Um, it's between the unions, the um, laborers, and their employers. And that's the way that it was set up. That's why we had the creation of unions, labor unions, was so that they could stand up for workers' rights. Of course, we all know and are under hopefully no delusion that unions are corrupt and you know are have become basically lobbyists for the democrat party so it's pretty rare i think that you find a, a union that's uncorrupted i i just don't think that government should be getting involved in stuff like this i think it sets a really bad precedent you're muted again oh sorry that's okay it definitely it feels feels like a step towards communism it, it absolutely is Socialism. you know because if if congress has to get involved and congress has to pass legislation you know um it just goes to show you that the the need for unions is is gone because congress is just going to step in whenever there's a sticky problem and they're going to say well we're going to regulate you 
we're going to come up with what you're supposed to do and we're going to tell you how this works and we're going to legislate you out of existence yeah what if the Uh, what if the rail workers say you know what we have some very valued valid arguments that we actually need eight days paid and that's the only way we're going to work for you or what what happens if the employers just simply can't afford that as far as you know especially when it comes to labor shortages in this country right now COVID really screwed up a lot of things. Uh, well, the government screwed up a lot of things thanks to COVID. And, um, you know, there's labor shortages and stuff like that. So really it's an issue between the employees and the employer. And the labor is just, the the union is supposed to be the middleman that goes in between to come up with a resolution. So now all of a sudden we're adding a fourth element in there and that's Congress. So right now this is just past the house it still has to go through the senate still has to be signed by the president um but i think that the whole thing just stinks i agree i don't like it manure it stinks holy moly government needs to stay out of business that's really the bottom line we have labor laws in this country that have worked you know and there's you know changes to labor laws but it affects everybody you know private and public business and uh, when you start getting into government is involved in one particular area you are going to end up with problems yeah you're most likely going to find that this ends up becoming nationalized and we end up with a situation like amtrak absolutely man it's not good man it's not good so we have so much news here and i have a feeling this is going to start a long conversation um do you want to go through the news and then jump back to it let's do it whatever you want to do or do you want to just go not do i don't know i i guess let's just go in the order and if we can't well let's okay no let's try to find the most important things to cover real quick just quick maybe some headlines so you guys know what the heck's going on um, I'm going to jump ahead here. Um, the GOP senators tell McConnell they'll only accept short-term spending bill. So, mm-hmm. of course, you got Mitch McConnell, the damn rhino he is, wanting to just pass everything in these meaty bills, but he's facing some opposition there. So that's kind of good. Yeah, they're they're looking at passing a... a- basically a temporary resolution again to keep the government funded until the new year when the new Congress can take hold. Um, I think some of them are wanting to pass an omnibus bill, which is this huge spending bill and they're, you know, that's what they're getting pushed back on. He's such a crook. Man, this whole, it's all, the whole system's so, so corrupt. It's ridiculous. So. Uh, yeah. And even with the, their resolution, you know, to fund it through the end of the year, it's still, that's, it's corrupt. Yeah, I wonder if we'll see a short shutdown this year or next year. Yep. Uh, and on the world, on the world stage, we have um, millions of Brazilians, Brazilians, uh, Brazilian Brazilians, calling for army to save democracy from corrupt communist Lula. And this yeah. comes just after the uh, military there claimed that um the election was stolen they're actually calling for the citizens and i think the government um are calling for the arrest of these liberal judges wow yeah so and apparently there's precedent for the army to to be involved in stuff like that so um you actually have members of the brazilian military now calling on their leadership their own leadership to take a stance and um, they're expecting it started out with hundreds of people then moved to thousands then tens of thousands now it's millions of brazilians and from all over the country every part of the country and they're expecting that by the time that all is said and done it's going to be tens of millions of brazilians standing up so they're not taking this they're and it is the largest the single largest protest that's ever occurred on earth Holy moly. This is huge. This is huge. Yeah. Yeah. And what kind of world are we going to live in? Here we are in the U.S. The election was stolen. Majority of people know it. Their evidence is there, yet nobody seems to be doing much. There's a couple lawsuits going around, but 
it's kind of like it's been accepted again and no let's just wait till 2024 it's just absolutely insane so is brazil going to be the last bastion of freedom here when this is all said and done imagine oh my gosh yeah gateway wonder how easy it is to sneak into brazil illegally (laughs) i have no idea uh, they'll probably uh, welcome they'll probably will be a process to yeah. get in there legally. i'm not gonna lie i've been tempted you know if it's the last bastion of freedom and i could have a firearm and do whatever the hell i want uh, within the law and i i'd go there yeah um yeah. the gateway pundit reported that previous story about brazil and they also reported this that they're asking a question has ukraine's army been reduced to almost 50 percent speculating yeah. and uh maybe well, they've looked at some of the numbers and um they're actually starting to pull from their uh army reserve so reserve yeah. troops wow and so, which um, is only helping Russia, which leads us to our next article, which is Russia claims advances in the Donbass liberation of several settlements. So Russia is mm-hmm. making advances through Ukraine. And um, I think most likely, despite, you know, the billions that we've sent to Ukraine and the, you know, amount of ammunition and weaponry that we've sent yeah. over there, Ukraine has no chance of winning at this point. Yeah, the insider paper also reported that Russia has sent reinforcements to northern Syria. So just it's wow. You're seeing some movement here as we get into the colder days. Um, French surrender firearms in record numbers during government crackdown, according to Breitbart.com. This is scary, you know, and um, I I, these people are going to highly, highly regret this. Mm-hmm. Um, they're sur- it says they're surrendering their weapons in record numbers of police collection points across the country as a roundup of unlicensed firearms winds down. France is keen to limit the number of illegally owned firearms, as many as 6 million authorities estimate, and the Macron government is offering an amnesty in an effort to limit their distribution. So they're basically saying, give us your guns and we won't prosecute you. Uh, rifles, handguns, ammunition, even knives and grenades have been handed in at 300 collection points across countries since the start of the Ministry of Interior's campaign on November 25th. So that's a lot of guns just in a week. Um, it says by Wednesday, Reuters reports 65,000 firearms of all types have been turned in along with 1.6 million bullets and other projectiles. This campaign is here to help French people surrender these objects that are rather cumbersome for most. Police Commandant Florence Cavallo said at the collection point in Nice. Oh, so most people are just too stupid to own firearms. Okay, cool. France, we get it. It says that they believe there are about five to six million weapons that are being kept in an irregular manner by our fellow citizens. Oh, and 80 to 90% of these weapons are in the possession due to an inheritance. So they don't actually want the weapons. They just inherited something they don't know what to do with. Oh, my gosh. Can you Uh, believe this? It's like, hello, our ancestors had had weapons for reason, people. Yep. Yeah, and it says with a population of 67 million people, France has proportionally much fewer guns than countries such as the U.S. You're going to have no way of defending yourself. If you're French and your government decides to go... Falls to the wall communism, which I guarantee you they're going to. Yeah. You're going to have no way of defending yourself. Yeah, they'll go full China on you and it's over. Yeah, exactly. But they have to disarm people first. And that's what we're seeing over there is the disarmament of the population. We cannot let that happen here. No, but they're going to go for it. All of these other countries. Canada, man, Canada with their Bill C-21. Have you heard of this? They're expanding Bill C-21 in Canada that originally took away a lot of firearms to take away even more firearms. When originally they said, that's not what this is for, and then here we go. They're going for it. Are they actually taking them away or just requiring that you lock them up? Because They're actually taking them away. There's a a lot of, I think, controversy on some of the stuff. Oh, wait, I don't know if they're taking them away. I think it's 
future sales. You just can't buy. You yeah. just can't buy anymore. Yeah, I know. I knew that they'd passed legislation regarding what you could buy and stuff, and they've changed a lot. I don't know a whole lot about it. Okay, honestly. we'll have to get into it again because um, I was covering when I when I kind of tried digging into it. There's a lot of misinformation that's out there, and because I'm not Canadian, I don't know a whole we'll lot dig into of it. what's going on. Um, real quick, let's get into a little bit of health, and then we'll talk about this other uh, controversial thing having to do with the U.S. Uh, from a health point of view, though, we're seeing uh, reported on natural news that unvaccinated blood see, uh, sees a demand increase all around the world. I saw a story, too, I don't remember where, but of a woman whose baby needed blood, and they were requesting vaccinated blood. And uh, so... Well, and here's the thing is, if you're, if you're vaccinated and you need a blood transfusion, getting unvaccinated blood isn't going to do crap for you because, right. Well, yeah, because your blood that you currently have is going to just inundate the new blood with spike proteins. So it's pointless. The only time that unvaccinated blood is going to do anything for you is if you're unvaccinated. And obviously, because if you have, if you're unvaccinated and you have a blood transfusion, and they use vaccinated blood, then all of that crap that's in that blood is going to now be in you. And you're going to end up inadvertently having every poison and every spike protein and everything that's in that blood now in your body. Would you be vaccinated if you injected with vaccinated blood? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I don't think that you would be considered vaccinated, if that's what you're asking, as far as the... but like physiologically Health system goes but yes physiologically you would be vaccinated at that point yeah i can tell you one thing is for certain i if i have to have a blood transfusion to live let me die unless at it's vaccinated point, blood unvaccinated I, blood. I don't even you don't have any way of proving that though right well and because a lot of this is they're not telling people yeah no you and have that's to the thing is they're not separating it out and they're not telling people so I don't. It's not impossible. Point, I'm just saying it's not impossible right. to get back. Un, it's not impossible to get the blood that you want. Yep. Um, um, unless I had like a direct donor, right? Like right. my husband was the same blood type as I was, and you know they're like, "Hey, your wife needs a blood transfusion," and my husband's like, "Yeah, I, I match. I can, you know, do, you know, or a friend that I knew was unvaccinated." Um, otherwise. I'm, I'm simply not afraid of dying. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree with you. I would just say, yeah. Well, this was a good run. I'll see you guys in the next life. Right. Um, make sure. So let's talk a little bit about preparedness here. Yeah. Uh, Houston finally lifted its boil water notice, but an ongoing water and power problems in Texas likely to persist, especially as we get through winter here. And uh, we remember a couple years ago. Uh, every, the massacre that happened. I don't know if it was a massacre, but a lot of people passed away from the cold and the infrastructure breakdown during winter. Yeah, that was in Texas like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this is an important thing um, that we all need to keep in mind, aside from just telling people a truth today. Do you know how to clean water? Do you know how to filter water? Do you know how to where to find water near you naturally if the pipes stop flowing? Do you know how to collect water? Any of these yeah, things? Th- those are all important things. You know, you could build your own filters, um, sand, gravel, um, charcoal, charcoal. You could even use moss. There's certain types of moss. Make sure you know what you're using um, before you obviously do that. And that's going to you want to use that as one of your like top layers so that it, anything that doesn't filter and you want to go from largest to smallest as far as your aggregate material goes. Yeah, Um, so consider these things. And a little bit of preparation goes a long way, especially on the waterfront. You could even, um, you know, pull water from the air in plastic water bottles. And people have done it in plastic uh, grocery sacks. You know, hang it from a tree, let the sunshine on it. It gets the condensation. You collect the condensation. Um, Sometimes, if you have really poisoned water, though, filtering it isn't going to help. Boiling it's not going to help. Actually, boiling it will make the poisons more concentrated. It it could, yes. Um, So, 
really only the only two ways that are like 99% foolproof to clean water are reverse osmosis mm -hmm. and distilling at the end of the day. So it might not be a bad idea to learn those techniques. Just learn it all and be prepared for the worst case because we do have infrastructure problems. We do have natural disaster problems. We do have um, people who just wanna commit crimes and cause trouble problems. So uh, being prepared to have water and be self-sufficient and not be victims of any emergencies is really important. Yeah, definitely. And water is one of those things that you can't survive without it. You can survive without food for you know a certain period of time you cannot survive without water um, so knowing how and, and it's not just a matter of storing up water i mean obviously you need to be able to store water but it's a matter of knowing how to get it and how to clean it and knowing what water you know stay don't be collecting water downstream from you know a, a any kind of industrial plant yeah right? or even off because your house shingles have toxins in them and a lot of people don't even do. realize that you collect roof water it's nasty yeah and you know people can collect rainwater and stuff like that and certain states know what states it's legal in and if you live in a state where it's not legal to collect rainwater like i believe you cannot do that in colorado i could be wrong but i think colorado you can't um mm. do that so make sure you know what your laws are, and if you yeah. need to circumvent them, figure out a way of doing that, yeah, I guess. Like move. Yeah, like move. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, my state's not great for that. I think maybe we could capture it for planting in the garden a lot of times. I think some states are like that, but I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about something that was really going through my mind this morning because I came across this tweet. By, let me pull it up real quick. I can't wait to get your thoughts on this. So, Gunther Eagleman. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He huh. tweeted, If they continue to cheat, we must cheat better. Read it slow. Hope that helps. And I retweeted it and I said, This idea is toxic. We're in trouble. And this guy, I mean, he's um, a good guy. He's a retired LEO, a political commentator on Twitter. America first, MAGA, and unfiltered. And so backs the blue, and he's a good guy. He has other great ideas. But I saw this, and my opinion is this is terrible. What do you think about this idea of cheat better? I don't think you can. I mean, when, you're, when you start cheating... It's, it's like lying and it's never going to get you anywhere. You know, mm -hmm. if somebody's like, well, just lie better. No, that's not the way that it works. And there are better ways of doing things, you know, clean up the corruption because yeah. it's like I tell my kid all the time, two mm -hmm. wrongs don't make rights. You know, right. that, that's the bottom line. And, and it's the same. It's a simple, it's simple common sense. Two wrongs do not make a right. Um, there was actually a story that I put in here for Josh that um, I was hoping he would go over tonight. I don't know if, whether he'll have time or not, but it says, finally, 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 national group uncovers real-time Democrat election fraud. Here's how they did it. Yes. And so it basically boils down to, um, what do they call it? Da -da 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 -da. I think Josh already Database read this, by the way. Database latency. Yeah. And Mike Lindell has talked about it yeah and so basically what happens is um i don't know what state this is in i think i want to say michigan but i could be wrong so forgive me whatever area this is in okay. county election managers changed the zip code of thirty-one thousand voters on september mm. 3rd ballots oh. go out that week those 31,000 are undeliverable. Someone collects those valid ballots. Oh. On September 15th, those addresses are quietly changed back. National Change of Address Database, NCOA, will not pick up those address changes. They didn't happen because there is no history. So the National Change of Address Database is what our canvas or er, our 
auditors and stuff, people who are sitting at their kitchen tables going through voter rolls and stuff are using. That's the database that they're using to check stuff. So you change it on September 3rd, change it back on September 15th, doesn't actually, it never happened. There's no record of it happened. So the 31,000 citizens were getting their mail just fine, except for ballots. Ballot addresses were driven by the county mail and ballot da database. The one that was changed, then changed back. So they're not actually changing with the post office. They're just changing it on the county side with the mail and database, mail and ballot database. Wow. So it's not it's not stopping their mail with the post office. It just they just changed the zip code in their database in the, is, on the county side. This is why mail votes won't work. Exactly. So it says many states send ballots to everyone. The recipient is none the wiser that they never received mail and ballot. They may vote in person. Oops, you already voted. Ever heard that? Our bad guy pals know they can change voter rolls, take an action, then change them back. Who would know? Thousand voters are changed from inactive, voted, then changed back. And how would you ever know? With lots of complex footwork, you could eventually tell from their voter history file months after the election what are you going to do about it reverse the election how well has that worked out right mm -hmm. so this is what democrats are doing and this is what they're using and then they're sitting back watching republicans audit this stuff challenge this stuff try to undo it and they're just sitting back laughing the whole time because they know that nothing's ever going to come of it because judges don't want to be involved in elections that's the bottom line because they don't want to be seen as partisan a judge is never going to undo an election, which is why all of these cases have been thrown out, which is why nobody will touch them with a 10-foot pole. And Democrats know this. Yeah. So yeah, we got to fix it from, you know, get rid of... So, so cheating harder isn't going to fix anything. I know. That's the bottom line. That's how I it feel. doesn't matter. Plus, so, yes, we're absolutely in trouble. If that's the standpoint... There is, there is a way of doing this um, that it talks about in here. Yeah. As you um, pull that up, there was some good news from the Department of Justice. It's some small fish per se, but uh, yesterday they said yeah. that former Louisiana police chief, city council member, and additional co-conspirator sentenced in vote-buying conspiracy. Uh, but get this. Only for a they year. They only got a year each. A year each and a $10,000 fine, and I think. Yeah, and then there was one other guy Maybe. that was convicted, and he got four months. This yeah, is the penalty sad. for perpetrating fraud on the whole entire nation. Selling votes. That's it. What What happens? What if we start making it a life sentence? Yeah, well, this is the or problem. Or try you for treason. Yeah, it is treasonous. So one year, they'll be back before 2024. They could do it again. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so you can actually purchase data from the county, your voter okay. rolls. Um, and, but you would almost need to do it daily to see if there's any changes that are being made and look for those big changes daily. Mm -hmm. Um, there was in here, it said, I can't, I don't know where it's at. Um, I believe they said it was like $12,000 to buy that. And so to do this every day, you're looking at potentially spending upwards of $50 million. Who wants to spend $50 million to win a governor's race or a senator's race? Yeah. You know, that's the problem that we're running into. Oh, yeah. So Wisconsin, the list for Wisconsin is $12,000. Wow. Yeah. To get a daily copy of the election roll. <sighs> yeah. I had a real problem with with that and um that idea of cheat better and it's because i mean a lot of people read this and follow these people and they're encouraging them to essentially break the law it's still illegal whether or not the justice system's working or not i guarantee you the minute someone cheats better or against them they're in jail and not for a year but for and you know what a long time. i will i will add this as a retired law enforcement officer, that guy should be ashamed of himself. He's ask he's basically asking people to commit a crime. Essentially, Shame yeah. Shame on you. Yeah, I was Shame pretty disgusted. You. And I'm just like, 
yeah. I expect better from my, you know, no. Having said that, I will say law enforcement officers are human too. And I get yeah. the frustration. I don't think that his intention is to encourage people to break the law. But essentially, that's I think what he's, he's making a point more than anything. He is making a point. And that's why I said, like I said, I yeah. don't think his intention is to encourage people. But, but that's essentially what he's doing. I, I see it that way too of people who are followers, people who are malleable, manipulative, manipulatable, are going to listen to stuff like this and follow it. And, and I've heard people say the same thing. Well, we just need to cheat better. And on the surface, you're like, yeah, I mean, that would definitely, right? Maybe. Maybe beat them. Probably but not, though. You're, you're at that point, you're no better than they are. No. And then how do you know that most people want your side to win at that point? You don't have any evidence of any, any type of election. So it becomes just a tyranny versus a tyranny. Which tyranny is going to win? And then you're going to shit all over the other side. And what, like, this is not the type of system. It doesn't solve the problem. At, at which all. Which is the corruption at a, you know, at a base level. Yeah. It's just making it, degrading our system even further. It doesn't fix yeah, it. absolutely. So. Exactly. Uh, it's just kind of like, oh, gosh. I'm done going backwards. I don't want to go backwards anymore. It's time to move forward. It's time to fix this. And it's going to be up to the states to do it. You know, the states need to put a stop to yeah. mail-in voting. Yeah, they need to do they need to create if they need to create legislation, then that's what they need to do to do in person, in person voting. You know, if you've got a state with a huge amount of people like Texas or Florida and you can't get it all done in one day, say, OK, you know what? If your last name is A through K, you vote on this day. If your last name starts with L through Z, you vote on this day. You get one one person gets one day to cast one vote and it's counted. And you have the results at the end of the second day. And you verify it with ID. Do I you think, live in this county? Do you live in this state? I actually think have they could do it in one day regardless. I, I do too. I do too. Because you're talking about it's, it's handled on a county level. Yeah. And um, you can have multiple different places to vote in the county you know even in the same city yeah you know i know that back in the day when they had in-person voting in like oregon yeah in the bigger cities they would you know set up at the library set up at the grade school set up at the high school you know that way people had different places where they could go mm -hmm. and um you know there's no reason why we can't do that yeah so hopefully some states could make some big changes, but you know, it's really discouraging to see that we're not really going back to fix these things, but maybe there's something I'm missing and it'll all pan out, but it reminds me a hell of a lot of 2020. I know. And it's disturbing and it's not going to change. Not until people stand up and demand the change. And mm. I just, what I'm seeing now is that people just simply don't care enough to want to put in the effort and the work to do it. And I'm not Maybe. talking about, you know, people here on this platform. I'm talking about just the general public. The people who just don't yeah. even look at this stuff at all. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The people who don't want to see it, who don't want to talk about it. It's just stressful. It's too much work. You know, I don't have time. It's the same excuse yeah, people you, use. I like, I like this one. I don't like politics. We don't like politics either. Hello. I hate That's politics. That's why we're talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Let's fix this so we don't have to keep talking about it daily. Holy moly. Well, that's about all the time we have for today. I appreciate your opinion on that stuff because it was grinding my gears this morning. I was up way too early and I was like, <laughs> what is this? It, it is really terrible. It's immoral. We're not, it is absolutely immoral. And it doesn't make any of us look better. It makes us look worse because people are going to see this. The left can get a hold of it and they're going to go, see, they're calling for cheating. Yeah, it's not good. <sighs> so let us know what your thoughts are, because I had people disagreeing with me on Twitter. They're like, they're like, if your hand, somebody, somebody, yeah, somebody disagreed. And I was just like, I'm sorry, I'm not even close to being on the same page. But all right. Anyway, thank you, Andrea. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening. Make sure you tune in tonight at 530 p.m. Pacific, 830 p.m. Eastern time to join Joshua Reed on the Daily Dose. 
And um, we'll continue on from there. Tomorrow is Friday, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, tomorrow's Friday. We got through another week almost. So tomorrow we'll have a little bit of fun. We'll read some parody articles from the Babylon Bee and show you some funny memes and videos and crack some jokes to try to take the news lightly tomorrow as we get into our weekend. So happy December 1st, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Andrea, thank you for joining me. Hope you have a great, fantastic day. You too, Vince. Thank you for having me. Thank as you. Usual. Thank you. So everybody, make sure you hit those likes and shares and all of that. And we appreciate y'all for tuning in. See you over there on the social red pill, socialredpill.com. Take care. God bless. Godspeed. Bye, guys.